The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast, where I summarize the latest health, wellness, beauty, and plastic surgery news. This annual report is called the Fab Trend Report, and it highlights my opinions as well as my research on the hottest trends in fashion, the art of living well or wellness, and beauty for the new year that is already upon us. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, tune in and check out 15 Minutes of Fab. My aim is to engage you and serve you as a credible and authoritative voice in all aspects of health, wellness, and along the beauty spectrum, anything from lip gloss to the needle and the scalpel. So let's get at it. 2020 was indeed an exceptional and tumultuous year. Now that a new year is thankfully upon us, we may exhale collectively in anticipation of the end of the drama and trauma, hopefully, and the beginning of health, healing, and a better humanity. To properly usher in the newness, I believe it's helpful to formally close out the old by acknowledging what was in the past so that we may let it go and so that we may create space for something new. I got a quote from a uh, Vogue.com article, and I think it's from um, a woman named Manga uh, Sang Van Feng. I'm sorry if I'm not saying that correctly. But she said, quote, before we honor a new year ahead, we first need to honor the ending that has created this new beginning, end quote. And, and I agree with that. As such, this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab is dedicated to letting go. Rather than make resolutions for a new year, and it's totally fine to do that. I mean, I used to make resolutions years ago, and I realized they weren't that helpful for me. <laughs> so I stopped doing that a long time ago. But I started doing something new, and, and I'm going to continue doing that this year. So I'm going to start off this new year with an intention. And the intention is that of release or letting go, the subject of this 15 minutes of fab episode. So here are what I consider to be the top five obstacles to let go of in 2021 and maybe forever and see if they resonate with you. The first one to let go is contraction, to stop thinking small, to stop being small, to not expressing yourself and your talent because you're afraid of what people might think 
where you're afraid that you'll be ridiculed or that you'll be alone in the space. But it's time to think big, to dream big, and to believe in the power of yourself, as well as to believe in positive possibilities. The second obstacle to let go of is acquiescence. And just stop agreeing to things that you really don't want to agree to or that you don't care for or that don't serve you or that you know really won't benefit you or help you or help anyone else. So honor yourself, speak your truth, and claim your place in the world because you belong here just as much as anyone else does. And speaking of speaking your truth, I'm just going to take a little aside for one moment and talk about honesty and truth. Did you know that there was a study by two Notre Dame professors, and that study was called The Science of Honesty? And basically, that study established that telling the truth is good for your health, and that dishonesty or lying is detrimental to your health, as well as the health and well-being of those around you and those you love. So honesty with yourself and with others was associated in this study with improved mental and physical health. And it was also found that honesty improves vitality. So in addition to the moral standard and to the moral code of being honest, there are actual physical, mental, psychological, and as we all know, social benefits of telling the truth. You wouldn't think that you really needed scientific data to encourage someone to tell the truth. But if for nothing else, there it is, scientifically proven. The data doesn't lie, and neither should you. So onward, how can we express our letting go of acquiescence? How can we express honoring ourselves and speaking our truth? There are a number of ways that you can do that. You can journal. You can do breath work. Movement, whether it's yoga or Tai Chi or even something as simple as as walking, walking in nature. You can also vocalize it through the spoken word. You can sing. Whether you can hold a note or not, it doesn't matter. And if you don't like to sing or if you're frightful of (laughs) your voice, then scream. I think there's such a thing called scream therapy where you just go into a room and think about just stuff and just scream and let it go. And then another way that you could express this letting go of acquiescence is, is through art. Just put it on paper, pencil, paintbrush, charcoal photography, camera, express yourself through art. A third obstacle to let go of in 2021 is holding or holding on. It's important to release what no longer serves you. And it may have served you in the past. It may actually have helped to protect you in some way, whatever it is that you're holding on to. But know that As you change, as you grow, as you evolve, as time passes on, what may have served you in the past perhaps no longer serves you now, in the present. 
and perhaps not in the future. So let it go. And how may you do that? Breath work, again, is helpful. Therapy, talk therapy with a professional. Yes, you can talk to your friends, you can talk to your family, but really, a professional can provide some really important insights to help you come to your own conclusions. And then there's some people who say, I think it was Tony Robbins uh, from whom I first heard this quote, change your state, change your life. So in order to stop holding on and in order to release what no longer serves you, maybe all you have to do is change your mind and let it go. A fourth obstacle to let go of resolutions. And, and, you know, for me, I let them go. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I instead set intentions. But there's nothing wrong with setting resolutions. I just think that if you are going to set a resolution, they should be practical. And even though you're thinking big and dreaming big, maybe you start with a resolution that establishes the first step of that big dream or the third step along the ladder to your magnificence. So resolutions versus intentions. I'm an intentions kind of gal. And the fifth obstacle that I think it's important to let go of, to usher in a new year, new beginning, a tabula rasa, are old patterns, old emotional patterns, such as fear, residual emotional trauma, insecurity, old patterns of dishonesty, not telling yourself the truth, accepting dishonesty from others. I mean, it's serious. Let those go. Because certainly those things don't serve you. Now, those are five obstacles. And there are so many more. You can make your own list. These are the ones that seem to resonate for me because these are the ones that I have experienced myself and from others in the past and fairly recently. But there are many obstacles that you can choose to let go of. This is just a conversation between you and me about some of the ones that you and I can let go of. Seems daunting, even though it's just five of them, but it can be done. So how do you go about letting go in general? What, what can you do to begin this process of releasing and becoming a better version of yourself on your way to fulfilling your higher purpose? Well, a lot of people say that this process of release, which is part of the process of growth and evolution, involves rituals practices. And rituals are defined essentially as a a, a ceremonial act or an action uh, or series of acts regularly repeated in a fairly precise manner or repeated in a consistent way. And there are a number of rituals that you can begin, continue, take part in, and those can help in your creation or experiencing of catharsis and letting go and release. And some of these ways include, but are certainly not limited to visualization, breath work, 
detox practices. Now, do I mean detoxes and stop drinking? Yeah, that, that could be one of them. But you can detox digitally from your phone and your technology. You could detox food. You could, or certain types of food. Uh, you can detox people from your life. You can detox certain practices or habits from your lifestyle. A salt bath. Um, I like to call the next one write and burn. So you can write down on a piece of paper or in, in your journal all the things that you think didn't serve you or don't serve you or that you want to get rid of or the things that happened in your past that really didn't make you feel good. Just write them all down as part one of the release. And the second part, throw them into a fireplace. Or if you don't have a fireplace, get a fireproof bowl and throw those pieces of paper into the bowl and light it aflame. Cord cutting is another way. As a storytelling, journaling, I've mentioned a couple of times. Meditation. Now, meditation, I particularly like, even though I struggle with consistency with meditation. But finding that inner peace and then finding the ability to transcend pain is pretty special. So meditation is a good one. Connect with nature, walking with nature. Um, you can use smudge sticks, uh, sage or palo santo in your space. Praying, prayer is another way to find catharsis. catharsis. A water bath, either in a tub or a shower if you don't have a tub. You can build an altar. And build an altar to your, your highest self and meditate on that. You can cleanse your space with crystals. You can wear crystals, some a crystal that particularly has an, an aspect to it that you admire or want to embody. You can also use color therapy. And that's basically dressing in a color to support a specific aura or to attract a particular desire. You can create a vision board. You can repeat affirmations and mantras. You can declutter your space. I um, know a woman who every time she wants to manifest something in her life, more work, um, more clients, you know, a new boyfriend, prosperity, whatever the case may be, she undergoes this massive cleaning campaign in her apartment and lo and behold within weeks to months of decluttering her space and creating space for the new goodness just comes right in so i thought that was always very interesting you can also journal i think i mentioned that a couple of times movement Exercise, dancing, boxing, um, trampolining, physical activity sometimes shakes up stagnant energy in your body and in your brain and just the very act of moving, shaking your body and sweating gets rid of stuck stuff. I also mentioned walking. You can walk with a friend, you can walk by yourself in nature, lots of things to do to help create catharsis or experience a cleansing and a detoxing and a release to help usher in this new year. And it's already upon us. 
We're a few days in. So given those thoughts, there are some questions to ask yourself. And these are questions that I asked myself. These are some questions that some of my friends asked themselves and and asked me. And there are also a few questions that I got from that same Vogue.com article about letting go. So some of these questions are, what will it look like when you have moved on from last year? What kinds of things will you be doing in the new year? How will you spend your time? With whom will you spend your time? What moments of the past year are you most proud of? What lessons did you learn? Will you have themes for your new year? If you don't set resolutions or intentions, will you instead try to abide by a couple of themes, whether that theme is peace, comfort, great health, love, abundance, prosperity, etc.? What are you most grateful for? What do you want to let go of to make room for something new and supportive of you? What best served you last year and your higher purpose? What will best serve you this year and your higher purpose? When did you feel most full and whole? In what ways did you honor the relationship between your mind, body, and spirit? How did you move through moments of struggle or pressure? How did you cope? How did you move through moments of triumph? How did you celebrate? What words or identities did you claim for yourself this year? What losses did you experience last year? that still need to be grieved? What was your relationship to your body last year and what will it be this year? What stories are you still carrying, those that belong to you, the ones that you've scripted, and those that don't belong to you but were perhaps scripted by your parents, society, your culture, whatever? What stories are you still holding on to that need to be released before stepping into the new year and before stepping into the real you and the you you want to become or to be. And who were your teachers last year? Who do you anticipate will be your teachers this year? What are you looking forward to in the new year? And my last question to you is, how will your narrative change? How will you either continue to write the same story or rewrite your own story? And here we are at the start of a new year with much to reflect upon, to be grateful for, to contemplate, and to look forward to. I thank you for listening to the Fab Trend Report on the Forever Fab Podcast. I look forward to sharing new episodes with you in this new year. As always, stay fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and 
All Things Beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.